Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 12th, and we've completed week six of 2024. Have you checked out the status match and bonus points offers that the airlines and hotels are promoting? We do all the work of tracking deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, and status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is visit the points or status match page on businesstravel360.com and access them all. Now, let's get to our headlines. The U.S. Senate Commerce and Science and Transportation Committee approved the FAA Reauthorization Act of 2023, which would fund the agency for the next five years. The bill is now headed to a full Senate vote. However, the U.S. House has its own FAA reauthorization bill with some different features. If the Senate approves the bill, the House and Senate versions will need to be reconciled between the two bodies before the legislation can go to President Joe Biden for approval. The legislation includes several provisions to strengthen the oversight of the FAA and respond to safety concerns from recent aviation accidents and near misses, according to the committee statement, such as increasing FAA safety inspectors and air traffic controllers. It could also set refund standards for non-refundable tickets, protect vouchers for five years, and triple fines for airline consumer violations. Not everyone is thrilled about the marked-up bill, however. Asta said in a statement that it's pleased that the committee agreed to the amendment package, which adds a ticket agency to the Aviation Consumer Protection Advisory Committee. The organization recommended additional modifications, including clarifying travel agency refund obligations and exempting corporate travel agencies from ancillary fee disclosure requirements. U.S. News & World Report has released its 14th annual rankings of the best hotels around the world. The rankings include more than 37,000 hotels in more than 400 destinations. For the second year in a row, Aquilina Resorts & Residences in Florida takes the number one spot in the U.S. rankings. Another Florida hotel, the Four Seasons Hotel at Surfside Club, took the number two spot, while two Chicago hotels took three and four. In Europe, the number one spot went to Bad Roots Palace Hotel in St. Moritz. This is the first time the property has taken the top spot on the list. Two London hotels took spots two and three. Strong, broad growth around the world helped propel Uber to its first year of profit since its initial public offering in 2019. This is according to the CEO on a call with analysts to discuss 2023 fourth quarter and full-year results. Uber saw its number of trips increase 24% for both Q4 and the full year to reach $2.6 billion and $9.4 billion respectively. Revenue for the quarter reached almost $10 billion, 15% higher than the same period in 2022. Gross bookings were up 22% year-over-year at $38 billion. These figures helped Uber reach annual net income of about $2 billion in 2023, including $1.4 billion in the fourth quarter, which the company said included a $1 billion increase thanks to unrealized gains from reevaluations of its equity investments. Travel disruptions in 2023, as measured by schedule changes, were about three times higher than in 2019, according to air travel data provider Infair. 
The report cited current challenges and barriers to reduce disruptions as well as possible solutions. More than half the airline and airport executives surveyed said that the organizations were experiencing more disruptions in 2019 compared with one-third who reported fewer. Respondents cited several factors including the elevated levels such as skill shortages and the rapid return of demand for air travel. It also cited difficulties with staff retention and recruitment. 64% of airlines are investing in new technology to improve their disruption responses according to the study. The top reason airlines are investing in disruption management capabilities was to improve their public image, which was at 70%. That was followed by improving passenger experience at 66% and differentiation at 58%. Just 34% cited reduced cost as a reason. Airline respondents also acknowledged that their own systems were not always sufficiently well integrated, which makes it difficult to get needed information to airports. 44% of airline leaders cited the inability to cascade information within the airline as a top barrier. Furthermore, 26% cited a lack of common technology platform with stakeholders at the airport, while 26% also noted the lack of computerized and automated planning for rebuilding flight schedules. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. United Airlines says that it saved customers more than $2 billion dollars since becoming the first U.S. airline to permanently eliminate change fees more than three years ago. The airline says that more than 10 million travelers have changed their flights without paying change fees since the airline's policy went into effect in 2020. Since that time, 3.6 million passengers switched the time of the day of their flight, 1.8 million extended their trip, 1.5 million chose to fly from a different airport, 300,000 changed from a domestic flight, to an international one or vice versa, and the number of travelers that changed their flights themselves using the United app has doubled. Nearly a month after announcing the sale of one-third of its electric vehicle fleet, and one day after reports of paused purchases of EVs, Hertz announced a fourth-quarter loss. Hertz reported in fourth quarter 2023 a loss of $348 million compared with income of $116 million a year prior on revenue of nearly $2.2 billion, a 7% increase year-over-year. Total revenue per day for the quarter was $58.09, a 4% decline from a year before. Hertz also expects that the planned reduction in its EV fleet will result in about $250 to $300 million in incremental free cash flow over the course of the next two years. Full-year revenue was up by almost 8% versus 2022 to nearly $9.4 billion. Net income for the year was $616 million, compared with 2022 net income of nearly $2 billion. Genera, a travel data startup created seven years ago by Orbit's founder Jeff Katz, is shutting down. In a statement, Katz said that the idea to use modern methods of big data machine learning to make the traveler's journey easier remains compelling and more accessible than ever before. But in reality, we were not able to get there with Genera to a scale where the profitability was within reach. And so we have to accept the reality that for us, the mission is complete. Since its founding in 2016, Genera has raised about $36 million from investors with its most recent funding coming in July 2022 as a $10 million Series B1 round. At the time, Genera said its partners included United Airlines, American Hilton Marriott. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. 
From now until May, Finnair will weigh volunteer passengers and their hand luggage before boarding as the airline updates its aircraft weight and balance calculations. The Finnish airline said that it'd be asking travelers on select flights to step on with their hand luggage and pre-boarding. Passengers will also be asked about their travel class, age, and gender. Participation is voluntary, and the passengers' data will be anonymized and kept confidential. Finnair did not reveal which flights will be selected for the weigh-in. While pre-flight weigh-ins sound intrusive, they're actually very common, especially outside of Europe, to help airlines refine their plane weight and balance calculations. These calculations help airlines safely distribute weights on planes to know how much fuel to put into the tanks. While airlines know the mass of the plane and weigh baggage in the hold, the weight of the passenger and their hand luggage is the wild card. Starting on February 14th, all inbound foreign travelers will be required to pay Bali's new tourist tax. The tax, which is around $10 U.S., will apply to all visitors, including children, heading not only into mainland Bali but also any of the surrounding airlines. It applies to all visitors, including those coming via land, cruise ship, or airplane. Bali says that the taxes will go towards protecting the nature of Bali, including the environment and the culture on the islands. Southwest Airlines has unveiled the first image of its new look interior for aircraft, which will start delivering next year. Southwest Airlines describes the color schemes as deep blue tones and sky blue accents. The Southwest Heart logo will be woven throughout the carpet and will also be on the seat headrests. Seats in the new interiors will be augmented by an adjustable headrest as well as holders for personal electronic devices. Southwest said that the seats will be designed for ultimate comfort while maximizing seat width and overall support. Delta Airlines will be resuming service from Atlanta and JFK to Barbados later this year. According to Peter Myers, U.S. Director for Barbados Ministry of Tourism, who said that we are excited to welcome Delta Airlines back to the Barbados for the upcoming winter season. The new nonstops from the two U.S. major hubs of Atlanta and New York City marks a significant milestone for us and will not only add an element of convenience for the traveler, but also complement our efforts to grow and diversify for the U.S. market. And now in some space news. A SpaceX Falcon 9 placed a NASA Earth Science Satellite into orbit on a launch that was the first of its kind for the U.S. government in more than 60 years. The rocket lifted from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station after two days of delays caused by high winds. PACE carries instruments to study both ocean color as a means to monitor biological activity as well as clouds and aerosols in the atmosphere. The mission, developed at the Goddard Space Flight Center in Maryland with a total cost, including reserves, of $964 million, is designed to last three years, although scientists anticipate it operating for at least a decade. A SpaceX Crew Dragon aircraft splashed down in Florida, wrapping up a three-week private astronaut mission with the International Space Station. The Crew Dragon spacecraft Freedom splashed down off the coast of Daytona Beach, Florida, concluding the AX-3 mission for Axiom Space. The spacecraft's re-entry and descent went as planned, from a deorbit burn by the spacecraft to deployment of the main parachutes. The AX mission lifted off on January 18th on a Falcon 9. Poor weather extended the AX mission by nearly a week. Freedom was scheduled to undock the ISS on February 3rd. However, unfavorable conditions took several days for the aircraft to depart. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. 
You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.